What is up and welcome to Rebel and Create's Craft of Fatherhood podcast. This is your guide, Ned Shout. Rebel and Create are words that I live by. I believe fathers need to rebel against the status quo of low expectations and create a life mastering the craft of fatherhood. Our role as fathers is far more important than our culture is letting on. There's no one to blame, but the opportunity to take responsibility is on us. It's time we own who we are, own the opportunity of our fatherhood role. I want fathers to discover who they are. They are powerful leaders who are making an impact on future generations. The question is, what kind of impact are you creating? This Rebel and Create podcast will last 10 to 15 minutes and will dig into questions sent to me by fathers as well as review Monday's Fatherhood Field Notes podcast. The goal is to dig into the role, the purpose, and the identity of the father. Thanks for listening, and please email any of your fatherhood-related questions to ned at rebelandcreate.com. And hey, please, don't forget to smile and have grace for yourself. You have what it takes. What is up, my friends? You're getting some Ned morning voice as uh, we're about to head out on a little weekend road trip. Got up, wanted to make sure to get this out to y'all. Okay, there's a couple questions that have been running through my head as it relates to self-awareness. I feel like I'm relatively self-aware, but continuing to grow in that. And there's two questions that have been really in my mind that I've been trying to make more of a practice to ask myself. The first question is, how do people react or respond to your words and actions? And I have a couple thoughts on this question. First off, it took me a minute. I sat here thinking... Okay, how is it? I was trying to think through yesterday. How did Sarah respond to some of my, you know, words and actions? How did my kids respond? Um, and then it just got me thinking, you know, like over the past few weeks. And I think that what a word that came to mind is defensive. So I think that at times their response to my words and actions are defensive. And I started thinking, why is that? And I think in some instances, depending on my approach, why I'm coming to you, if I'm coming to you because I'm irritated or upset or trying to fix something, automatically your walls go up to become defensive. So I started thinking, okay, am I mainly going to my family when I'm just trying to fix things and make the day work correctly? And if that's the case, then most of my interactions are coming um, in with, uh, with an idea, thought, something to say. And so automatically there's this, I might have done something wrong. So I'm going to defend whatever it is that I might have done wrong or that didn't make the day go or how it's supposed to. So that's one thought. The other thought around the defensive part of why why that came up is I think we all want to justify ourselves. I know I do. So if I did something, I want to justify it. So if I'm trying to justify it, then I'm going on the defensive. And so I think sometimes I've set that tone that if that's how I respond, then they're going to mimic what dad does. And if I respond with defensive justification, then I'm not taking responsibility. And that's a very different position to be in. If my wife approaches me and says this, that, or the other, and my automatic response is justification and defensiveness, then I am almost a slave to that negativity or that um, like position instead of taking a breath and going, oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, that was totally my whatever. Like that feels way more freeing already to say. So 
the question was, how do people react or respond to your words and actions? And what that led me down is thinking about how my family's responding to things and thinking what kind of tone I'm setting. Um, okay, another thought that I had around the same question is I noticed big time that if I walk in the house with the stress from the day, the whole house becomes stressful. My family will match my tone. Now, sometimes I think in some sick way, I think I know that and like it. It's like, oh, if I'm stressed, everybody could be, which leads me to my next question that's been running through my mind is how am I showing up? This is huge. You know, what if we were to make it a practice to ask ourselves these questions before we got home, before we show up to work, before we enter a friend's house? You know, in my mind, I can go, Ned, you know, you had a stressful day. This is how you tend to show up. This is the things you tend to do when you walk into the house. You drop your bag. You shut the door a little harder. You go straight to your room. You you make comment of how tired you are. Like, I know the things I'm going to do to try to get a reaction out of people. And why am I doing that? And it's because I have chosen to not decide how to show up, but just to fall into a routine of maybe what has worked, you know, to, to get a, a reaction out of somebody that makes me feel like, ah, uh, I'm had a full day or something. But the moments, the times where I'm driving home and I make a mental note to go, okay, how are you going to walk into the door? Oh, all right. The first thing you're going to do is you're going to walk in and kiss your wife. The first thing you're going to do is run up to your kids and ask them about their day, which is totally positioning you as a different person, a different uh, role, which is the role you and I were called to. And that is really meaning that we're not letting the day dictate our actions, our words that we're choosing. But I do believe that it comes from a mental conversation with ourselves to decide how we're going to show up to go, Ned, this is who you are. This is the husband you are. This is the dad you are. Now go act like that guy. If we don't choose it, then when I walk in that house and I might drop something and then my wife matches that tone with, oh, what's wrong with you? You know, I've been with the kids or whatever. Then all of a sudden there's these spirals and that's not what you and I are desiring to create in our home when we want peace and stability. So how am I showing up? You know, you know you better than anybody. So have that conversation with yourself before you walk into anything. Ask yourself, check in with yourself. How am I showing up? Is that how I want to show up? Is that who I really am? Is that who I believe I am? Is that who I want to be? And then make those decisions, make those actions. And doesn't mean that your family, if they had a stressful day, will respond the way that you want them to respond. And I would say that choosing to show up a certain way, again, even on the positive side, don't do it because you're expecting them to respond a certain way, because I think that then we'll be let down and be like, well, fine, I'm not going to show up all loving like I did. No, that's the wrong motive as well. The motive should be who are you supposed to be? Who do you want to be? Who are you choosing to be, regardless of those around you? And I believe over time, the tone that you and I set was showing up as the real Ned, the real you the tone will fall in line with that. Okay. Two questions. Make it a practice. How do people react, respond to your words and actions? So you can really be self-aware of who you are. And then before you walk into anything, 
ask yourself, how am I showing up right now? Those two things change your life. Monday's podcast was with Seth Garten. He's my CrossFit coach. Solid dude. I learned so much. I was on the edge of my seat listening to the work that this man has done to relentlessly support his family. About nine, ten years ago, when faced uh, with a lifestyle that landed him in jail, facing felonies, he went to work on becoming the man that he would want his daughter to marry, right? It's like he realized, my three-year-old, I think at the time, I wouldn't want her looking to me as the, the dude that's who she's going to marry one day. So he went to work on himself. Solid, solid. Um, I want to invite you to something. I've been sending a text message every Wednesday morning since April 2015. It's been a while. Uh, There's a big group of dudes who received that text. I started it because I was just so hungry to build community with other dads, men, wanted to encourage them as their roles as men and fathers. Um, But we're all busy, you know, but to read a 10 second text, you could do that. Could be a Bible verse. It could be a uh, 90s rap quote, (laughs) just something in the middle of the week. To remind you, you're not alone. Then there's other men getting up to love and serve their families. If you want to sign up for that, go to rebelandcreate.com. Click on the little ship icon on the homepage, uh, and it'll take you to a page to sign up. Um, If you haven't read my book yet, continue to get good feedback on that. Uh, You can get it on Rebel and Create website. You know, I've heard several times dudes say, this is the first book I've read since high school, and it just made sense. I felt like this is who I am and who I'm trying to become. And that's what it is. It's just my personal mantra and struggle with life and messiness and fatherhood. Thank you to all you dads out there listening to Rebellion Creates Craft of Fatherhood podcast. What you do matters. Don't be like everybody else. Be yourself. That's who your kids, spouse, and community needs. This is your guide and edge shout together. Let's rebel against the view that fatherhood has little impact and create lives engaged in mastering the craft of fatherhood. If you have a question about fatherhood, something you'd like me to talk about on here, or just want to say what's up, shoot me an email, ned at rebelandcreate.com. Look forward to hanging out with you next time.